Oh, here we go again. I don't know, whatever. Three, two, one. Hey, everybody. We're back. We are here again. And it's your favorite dads and it's your favorite podcast. And when you put those two things together, it's your favorite thing ever. And it's your two dads. But it's your two dads with Sam, too, because we're actually three dads. And maybe we'll change that one day. I don't know. I really like Talk Daddy to me. But I also really like your two dads because it's my idea and I like things that I think up. So it's it's a toss-up. It's really hard for me to decide. What do you think, Dan? Dan's here today. Say hey, Dan. Hey, what's up, uh, podcast family? <laughs> That's so... I don't know. I, I lost words. Like, you're, get you're off so, my back. You're so charismatic. <laughs> what? Not really. Sam's also here. Say hey, Sam. Oh, Sam's froze. Rut row raggy. Oh, Sam's lost all video. Sam's reconnecting Uh-oh. the audio. Okay, so, you know what though? It it Not froze. On, it froze on a really good uh, a really good facial expression. You you had a big smile on your face and very friendly, very inviting. Awesome. So awesome. We, we should uh, <laughs> we should cut and save that thing. Yeah, I wish uh, I. I might, I might search that through and, and cut that out. Put that Take in a screenshot. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sam, how are things? Things are going great. Things are going great. I mean, I could do with a little more sleep, but I think that that's, uh, as a parent, you know, all of us really could. You know, it never seems like you're ever caught up on laundry or, or sweep the floor, pick up the toys, do the dishes and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a labor of love, um, but that's all right. That's, you know, I guess why grownups live on coffee, right? So yeah, I got a little bit of a little bit of uh, Green Mountain coffee is what I'm drinking right now. Uh, I used to drink coffee well into the evening, but I've tried to make myself stop drinking it right around four, five, something like that. Dan will drink Monster and like through the night, like he will have one open at his bedside just in case he needs one. Yep, it's like it's nice like part. the it's like the alcoholics that fall asleep with a beer and get up in the morning and take that swig of nastiness. Yes. You drink it, you take a monster. But with monster. Yeah. It's like it's like that Friday <laughs> episode where Devo wakes up and takes a drink out of that uh out of his water bottle. You like you, you wake up and take a drink out of your monster. So yeah, I guess we're gonna do this one without any guests. I don't think anybody's gonna magically pop up unless you guys are gonna surprise me with uh a guest that I didn't know about. Uh, no. no no one's shaking. Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think anybody no. had had a magic, magic, uh, I say magic like it's a, a fucking magician, but I, I didn't think you guys had any <laughs> to uh, surprise me, any any magical, um, why do I keep wanting magic? I don't know. Anyways, so it's just going to be the three of us, and I hope you're, neither of you are are all too uh, upset about that. I, I know that our eight viewers are going to listen to us regardless of, of what, <laughs> what we do or who we talk to or <laughs> who's here. We've got mm-hmm. like, We've got like nine people. They are just going to listen to us no matter. We could recite the fucking alphabet and nine people are going to listen to us. We've got Free a, out of the dictionary. Yeah, we got a guy in Sweden. We got a, now we've got a guy in India, at least one guy in India. These are like real fans. I wish I could. I wish I could find, you know, I could say that like we've got a guy in fucking Montana or something. But America <laughs> is, you know, America is the, our biggest block of listeners. So it's like, you know, we've got. When I look at America, it's a, you know it's like we've got sixty or whatever like listens. But when you know I can go to another country and, and then really be like, okay, I know that 
that sudden jump and listens is from one person. You know, we have one really cool fan in <laughs> India that is learning to be a better father. And he's laughing his way all the way to you know, better fatherland. And yeah. Uh, and uh, I use fatherland in the best possible way. <laughs> uh, hey, psst, psst, Dan, real quick. <clears throat> guess what Corey doesn't know? That my VPN shows me based out of India. And I'm the secret biggest fan. <laughs> oh, that sucks, bro. <laughs> Talk about a dagger to the heart, man. You, that's something you would do too because you just downloaded like 27 episodes all at one time like it, was, <laughs> it was really fucked up no no that's that, that's not me that's not me but thank you to anybody who's out there listening and uh, anybody who gives us a little bit of their time out of the day it's it's uh it, it's it, it makes us feel a little better that you know there is somebody out there or you know a few somebody's out there that are kind of um taking the time out of their day to, you know, listen to what we have to say. And maybe they take some of it and apply it to their life. And maybe, maybe they don't, maybe they tell their friends, you know, word of mouth helps. And um, the internet's, you know, pretty good about spreading stuff, whether it's true or not, good <laughs> or not, or, you know. We need yeah. to start lying, um, dude. If we just start lying, man, we'll get popular in no time. <laughs> I know, I know my buddy that just, I know my buddy just had a baby and he said he's binging our, our episode. So Zach, thank you. You are your good friend, <laughs> and uh, you are on your way to becoming a one hell of a dad because you're listening to us. Yeah, yeah. But any, anybody listening has like multiple Cheers, ways Zach. to get a hold of us. We're on YouTube. We're on, uh, well, Instagram, kind of, sorta. We're on TikTok. Yeah. I'm on Facebook. People, I, I, I'm trying to decide whether to like change my profile just into the podcast because <laughs> it doesn't really make sense to me to have another another like like page on Facebook for the podcast. We're just not that popular. Um, like another account or something. Yeah. I mean, I, I had one for the D and D thing back when I did D, the, the old D and D podcast that failed so fast. I uh, like that fucking Hindenburg, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember how to do that. And I don't know if it's even worth it because I'm just going to post the same things. You know, it's, it's like, why would I have a different thing? when I'm not going to be posting other things on there. So, you know, anyways, point being, you can get us anywhere, and, and some of them come directly to us. So if you're a longtime fan, if you're that guy from Belgium, if you're that guy from India, if, if you're that friend of Dan's, you know, hit us up somewhere. Your two dads, uh, sometimes it's just a number, but the picture's always the same. Yep. Uh, though... Yep. Uh, that you know, just like the title, maybe the picture changes one day. But for now, for for all sorts of purposes, hey man, what the picture's the same. So just look for the picture. You're two dads. You know, Google Podcast sent me something today. Don't know why, but you know we're on there. I know that. So wherever you listen, you know, like you could literally just type in your two dads on Google, and you're you're gonna find us. Like, I mean, that's how easy we are to find. So, yeah. I mean, you know, we're really we're really easy to find on YouTube. Like. Yeah. Like you type it in, or like the only thing that pops up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That, I thought well, that was kind of cool. Thing, but like anything with dad in the title, but we're we're in there. Like yeah. <laughs> we're on the top. We're in the top few options. That's for sure. I've I've considered getting like blue check marks and a couple different things, but I really just don't know. You know, we don't have the our accounts on those particular social medias. Don't have an intense following right now, so I don't yeah. know if it's worth the, the money to pay for that blue check mark. 
or maybe the people I'm it. trying to get a hold of would would write us back or write me back if I had a blue check mark. I always think of that. I'm like, damn, I'm a nobody trying to get a hold of these really A list people, and they're just like, ah, hell with this guy. I got yeah. too busy for him. I feel I feel that I feel that that's that's part of why my enthusiasm is kind of cooled off on you know trying to find people that I was interested in because it's just why would why the fuck they want to talk to us you know <laughs> I mean I know that writers tend to have a lot of uh, time for for promo and and what have you but with this SAG thing I don't even know like what what they can fucking talk about you know I don't know yeah. who's I don't know who's involved in that. I'm mean, I'm a dumbass, maybe you know. I, I don't know. Um, I'm actually trying to cut back on my news intake. Um, it doesn't seem to really do anything good for me to know what's mm. going on. Um, mm. I can't ever do anything about it, and it just makes me feel bad to like, you know, read some of these articles. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of trying to cut back on that, and maybe maybe uh, somebody that reads more does know what's going on, but. Um, it all kind Every of now and again, there's some there's some ringers in there. There's some there's some decent stories that either make you chuckle or kind of you know restore a fraction of your uh, faith in humanity. Um, if you, if you ever come across those, those stories, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you should you should send me those. We'll read those on the podcast so that people have yeah. something to smile about. I did used to go to this one. It's called like the Good News Network or something like that. But yeah. um, I think it was sold. I don't know. I haven't looked for it in a while. It, I think it wasn't updating fast enough for me or something like that. I need, uh, that's, that's why I post so many reels because if I am following something or if I'm part of a Facebook group, like I need them to give me repeated content, like again and again, uh, I've really, uh, I've actually, uh, I've got a bunch of Philip reels, but I've already been passing over reels with him because it's just like, I, you know, I only want, like, like I had that one, uh, Dan, you may remember, and I'm, I Sam, you may listen, I don't know, but he's like, uh, when America sneezes, the world gets a cold. And I was like, yep. that's fucking hilarious. Um, I was like, I'm going to make a reel out of that, sure as shit. And I <laughs> uh, made the reel, and I emailed the reel to me, because it's a long fucking process of, of getting them from my computer. And uh, and then it came time, you know, it came, like that came next in line, and I was like, you know what, that's kind of like, I don't really, I don't know. <laughs> So, you know, I couldn't even put it into words, but I was just like, no, that's not really what we're, what we're about. Um, I mean, it's funny, but like, I mean, eh. so I've, uh, I, my, I guess what I'm trying to say is that even though there are going to be a lot of Philip reels here lately, I am actually already narrowing down the ones that I previously had, uh, in the list. I am trying to kind of get through them before we get to that girl. But I don't think that will happen. I think that a couple more days of, of him will be uh, overlapping with her. I originally was all gung-ho about not going off on a tangent at the beginning of these episodes. But really, like, who gives a fucking shit? So, that's what we always do. Yeah, that's just what we do, man. And if you don't like it, then suck my fucking dick. Fucking <laughs> up your ass with it. Fuck you. Um, oh, by the way, we're going to put this on YouTube if it all comes out all right. This will be our first <laughs> real video on YouTube. And uh, hopefully you like our, our pretty faces. Two out of three ain't bad. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to turn it around and I'm going to make that our intro. And That's a good meatloaf song, by the way. Yeah, it is. It really Two out is. of three ain't bad. He, he Sad. Did, 
He didn't have many, but he, he the ones that he did have were really, really good. Fucking bangers. Yeah, bangers. <laughs> banger after banger after banger. And then it stopped really. because it was only yeah. like three bangers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like like I always do with these podcasts, I like to just take my the responsibility and just thrust it upon somebody else's shoulders. And I know that I came to you guys, I don't know, a day ago. I lose track of time. And I was like, hey, give me things to talk about for the, the podcast. And Sam, you had something that I have actually thought about from time to time. I didn't have it on my handy list, but it is a very important part of my day-to-day. It's something that I focus on probably more than I need to. It's something, I don't know, maybe my mom put into me uh, harshly or too early or something and, and, and bruised my fragile brain such that it's now a, a thing for me. But I really do care about dental care. And Sam, you uh, are going to take us off this, this path and you're going you're gonna to blaze a new trail of dental care talk and you're going to lead us into the promised land of all kinds of advice and tips, tips and tricks for, for dental care. So go ahead and, and take the, the hatchet from me, take the, the torch from me, and cut us a new trail. Talk to us about dental care. All right. Awesome. Yeah, like you said, I mean, at an early age, most of our parents, you know, are trying to hammer into um, a routine or some kind of uh, structure based around dental hygiene, you know, if they're, you know, kind of paying attention to the overall health of, you, of your child. You know, dental care kind of seems to um, get swept uh, by the wayside in a lot of families, um, in a lot of communities too. And um, it's, it's, it's still one of those things that, you know, just because you don't check it like you do your fuel levels in your vehicle or, you know, the bread supply you have in your pantry or something like that, doesn't mean that, you know, it still is not important. You know, just because you don't go to the doctor or to the dentist every day, you know, you should still be kind of making regular checkups. And uh, like I said, a lot of a lot of us do kind of get too busy in our day or forget about it. And then some people are fanatical about it. But I think by and large, uh, we could probably do a little bit better with that. Uh, with, with that being said, you know, when your children start developing teeth and they pass the, te- the teething phase, you know, when you can kind of go ahead and throw away the uh, pacifiers, binkies, if you call them that, um, other you know, little toys that the kids like to chew on. Um, you know, you need to start kind of looking at some smaller toothbrushes. You know, um, and some some things that are going to be, you know, easy on the kid's stomach, uh, uh, the toothpaste and the the mouthwashes. Um, A lot of that stuff has, you know, a pretty fair amount of alcohol in there. And so, you know, that's one thing you as a parent, you kind of got to check on it, you know, because it might be too strong for the kids to kind of use. And once you started, you know, showing them how to swish it around and, and, you know, and use the mouthwash. And then they also have uh, different flavors of uh, dental floss. And I mean, I think maybe over the past, what, 20 years or so, the different kinds of uh, accessories, tools and um, little gadgets that you can use to take care of your um, your dental health, you know, has really, really expanded. I mean, um, you know, electric toothbrushes might have been a thing when I was younger. I don't really remember them a whole lot. You know, they're expensive as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Back then, I remember them when I was a kid, but they were like fucking $700 for a damn, you know, water pick and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off, but. And when I was a kid, I had to use my poop stick. No. <laughs> 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 shit razor. Shit razor, that's what it was. <laughs> my shit razor, yes. 
It's not my poop stick. It's my shit rack. That's an inside joke. That's so yeah, inside. It would take too so long inside. to explain it. Yep. It's so inside that I didn't even I didn't even tell the joke right. Um, <laughs> you, you you did touch on a bunch of things, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I, I'll forget them if if I don't say my piece. There's there's one thing I remember from when I was a kid that I I guess has probably swayed my habits to this day because I don't do it anymore. And that's, uh, man, Listerine, that shit burns. Like, mm-hmm. I, th- I think my mom put me on that stuff too early because that really did turn me off of mouthwash. I, I floss every day. Um, I brush, I actually brush twice a day, but I don't use mouthwash at all. And I think it, it's because, like, every time I'm like, just how much is this going to burn? Because, you know, with the Listerine, it always burned every time. And mm-hmm. I think that, like you said, that was a mistake. Like she, she fucked up, you know, one of many, but if you want your kids to enjoy it, then you have to really think about things like that. You have to make it as pleasant a a process as you can from the act of doing it to what it tastes like to, you know, whether it's got too much alcohol in it. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, since you guys are fairly new parents, I'm sorry, Dan, did you have something? I was going to say, you said when they stopped teething, we kind of did it. Not when she stopped, but um, when my daughter stopped, but we started doing it when she had quite a bit of teeth. I wouldn't say all her teeth, but we started brushing. She had about, I'd say about like half her teeth or so. We started like, okay, we need to start not every day, but we would like every other day, maybe we'd start brushing. And um, yeah, we used the the small, they have little tiny kids toothbrush or baby toothbrushes or whatever. So we got those, we, you know, we'd buy like a two or three pack and, and every I don't even know how often we would change it, but we would change them pretty regularly. And um, yeah, we didn't, we didn't go for the mint right away. Cause we thought that'd be too much too quick when she was that little. So we went with the, the more fruity kids flavored and um, mm-hmm. they also do fluoride free, which for kids, I would say, especially with their baby teeth like that, I'd say that's probably the route to go. Yeah, um, I didn't even think about that. I don't even yeah. know if mine's fluoride free. And that's yeah. that's the way we went. And um, now, of course, some motherfucker's drinking bath water the whole time, so uh, yeah, I mean, he, he gets all the fluoride he needs using <laughs> his toothpaste. <laughs> but uh, it's part of you know you just gotta like you were saying you gotta make it enjoyable for him. Like when I do it, my daughter fights nine times out of ten she'll fight me. But if I make her laugh, or even if I start tickling her to get her to get in a better mood, like she will eventually open her mouth and let me do it and. We're getting to the point now where we're going to try to start teaching her to do it. Like when we, we do her, we do her teeth and then we do her, we brush her hair. And when we sit her up on our lap to do her hair, we give her the toothbrush and let her get familiar with the, you know, the brushing by herself and, and get her used to that. And she doesn't obviously do a very good job, but she's three years old, but it's the fact that she's learning and she knows, Hey, we have to do this at night. And a little bit about my past, I was horrible i took this is gonna sound disgusting and i'm sorry but i took i didn't brush my teeth very good after i moved out on my own for the first couple years like i would just say fuck it and i ain't got time for that and uh, i was too busy doing other wild and crazy shit that i won't get into so i'm paying for it now i'm better about it now because i'm trying crazy boy yeah crazy but uh that's one thing that I want to, you know, Hey, don't be stupid. Like I was, you need to take care of your teeth. Um, I will probably eventually need fake teeth uh, probably now, but I eventually will need them probably more than likely. And that's because I was an idiot and didn't take care of my teeth from 
19 to 21 ish and yeah, I'm paying for it now, but I don't want her to go through that. My wife has a, some sort of disease in her teeth where no matter what, she could brush her teeth 10 times a day, but they're still going to rot out of her head. So I'm worried she'll have that. So it's kind of a, a big emphasis in our house. Well, for sure. For sure. I mean, and uh, I, I'm kind of like parallel to, to Dan's uh, side there. When I was younger, just I gravitated towards anything that was sweet. Anything that was sweet, like sodas, candies, uh, chocolate. I was always chewing bubble gum or I always had some kind of piece of candy or something like that in my pocket. And, you know, I did brush my teeth a lot when I was younger and my parents did. I feel like they did a pretty good job of making sure that I, you know, kept up with my, my brushing, albeit, you know, I, I needed braces when I was younger, but I didn't get those or anything like that. And so far, you know, I've been blessed, you know, not to have had any missing teeth so far. So, you know, um, but I, I have had a lot of dental work and that's something that, uh, that's something that we're, um, working on with our two children, you know, and making sure that the, making sure that the girls, you know, don't follow that same path that we did when we were younger. Uh, their mother's got, you know, wonderful teeth. She's got immaculate teeth. She's always taking care of her stuff. She had braces and so forth. So mine's just bone covered metal. I mean, I've got so many fillings in my mouth. It's ridiculous, but it's still all my original teeth. And like Dan, I'll probably need a partial or, you know, might have to have something a little more extensive done later on. But um, it was rolling back to the beginning, you know, so uh, kids maybe, I think start developing their first teeth, what around six months is when you can kind of start maybe uh, seeing some, uh, seeing some, uh, sure. some crowning of the teeth or so. Give or take. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then of course they're too young or too small to start brushing by then, you know, what you could do is maybe just get like a warm wash rag or something like that and kind of wipe their gums down after the meals or after, you know, whatever kind of uh, food they've had, um, you know, just a, just a couple times a day to kind of keep their mouth clean a little bit, you know, cause they don't understand that they, they're kind of all over the place, you know, with their, with their movements and they're not as controlled or have that, that, that practice where they can, you know, hold the brush themselves and do it. So, all right. So yeah, the, all good things uh, as far as, you know, wiping the gums and such. Um, but, uh, to that point, to the wiping of the gums, my wife found this thing real quick. Um, it's a silicone thing with little bristle, rubber bristles or silicone bristles. And you slip it over yeah. your finger when they're mm -hmm. really little, like at first, this is what we did at first before the toothbrush and you just put it in their mouth and kind of let them like bite. You don't sit there and brush, but you let them bite down on it. And it kind of, like he was saying with the, the warm washcloth or something, you can do that. That's an alternative too. that, that we did. We didn't do the washcloth, but we did that. And uh, until they get too many teeth and learn how to bite, then it really hurts. So that's mm -hmm. when you know it's time to switch to the, to the toothbrush. That sounds familiar. We might've had something like that too. Um, it's crazy. Look at like look little, at, like little finger you guys, puppets. You guys like teaching, mm -hmm. teaching people like all kinds of things. Like they might not have already known. You like teachers like, like three, three teaching dads, three dads that are, that, I don't know. I thought it would come to me if I kept talking, but it, it was, it wasn't going to come to me. I'll, I'll give you an A for effort. Well, at least I got an A for effort because I got an F for actual practicality. <laughs> I'll give my <clears throat> short spiel. That's $5. <clears throat> I'll pay myself though. So I'll give my short spiel just for the sake of, of saying, you know, something in, in the midst of all this. And I will start off by saying that teeth have always been a, a big deal to me. I, I had a couple different birth defects and one of them was that I did not grow, uh, the two, they may have been there as baby teeth, but you know, you got your two in the front on the top and then the two on opposite or on each side of those. I didn't, I didn't have those. Same. They didn't grow in as adult teeth. 
Same. And when I had that, when you take that and combine a pretty nasty accident I had where I bashed my face in on a, uh, uh, well, I, I could get into exactly where it is and someone would be like, oh shit, I've been there, but no one else is, <laughs> no one else listening is going to know what I'm talking about. So first, in order to avoid that, we're just going to say, I, as a child, I slipped on some, in some mud and, and bashed like the top of my mouth against uh, a concrete step. I don't know if it was a porch or step, but that taken with the two teeth that I did not have adult versions of, I had a huge gap. And so I was really self-conscious about that growing up. And I wanted my teeth to look as good as I could, as they could, considering they look like dog shit with a giant gap in the middle. And some people are like, oh, gaps are fine. And, and even, even with me, people were like, no, that's fine. You know, you're overthinking it. Da, 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 da. But the thing is like, what you think is ugly is ugly. You know, if you don't, if you, like, I would not date a girl with a gap in her teeth. And consequently, I have, me having a gap meant that why would anyone want to date me? And maybe, you know, it's not as big a deal for someone else as it, as it is for you. But these are just things that you deal with growing up. And so I really did my fair share of brushing. And once I had the money, I, I went and did not hesitate to get dental surgery and, and braces and it got everything fixed up so that my teeth looked uh, just like normal. And it's been there so long that the regular teeth actually have continued to, you know, age. And the fake, the two fake teeth still look like pretty new. So I'm going to have to do some sort of bleaching or something. But as far as uh, my own personal just history, I've never really had an issue with dental care. My mom did her part in getting me to brush my teeth early on. I still have uh, memories of her doing it and then deciding that I had reached the point where I could do it on my own and I didn't want to do it on my own. I wanted her to keep doing it. So there was uh, apparently a base that she laid that you know gave me a pretty good foundation of, of dental uh, hygiene and, and gave me a good... Uh, I don't know, path to follow when it came to, you know, the right way to take care of my teeth. And I'm glad that I did because I, I look at my dad and his teeth are just fucking disgusting. And it makes me want to vomit like all over his face and, and all over the, the place. And that's just what happens when you don't take care of your teeth. And Dan, I know that you mentioned that you, you know, you have a little bit of shame in, what, in the way that your situation is going. And I understand that I, my shame, whatever you have, rest assured that my shame would be in 10 times more because I am just a, I'm, that's just how I am. I take things and amplify them. Whatever, whatever is bad in life, I make it as, as bad as it can be because I just can't take things at face value and accept them and, and accept that maybe they're not going to be as, as terrible as I think they're going to be. All that has led me to a pretty healthy uh, dental life, and uh, I'm thankful for that. And I've managed to uh, hopefully start to instill that with Jack. We wash his teeth every every bath, and let, sometimes I take a shower with him. And you know, if I don't have it in there, then we don't do it. But by and large, every bath. And we started off with I think something similar to what Dan mentioned with the little finger thing. We definitely moved on to a, a toothbrush made of the same material where he could just basically bite on it as, as he, as he wanted. And then we moved to, uh, something, it was a baby toothbrush of some kind. It's been so long. I forgot even what it looks like because after that we moved on pretty quickly to what we have now, which is a motorized, uh, you know, electric, whatever battery powered. 
Uh, it's not like uh, charged or anything. Baby Shark or Spider-Man or who the fuck knows what. I don't know. It doesn't. Really... The point is that at this point in time, he actually does kind of uh, like it. He will not do it himself uh, unless he just the mood strikes him, and then he's like, "My turn," and he takes hold of it. But I don't think he's doing it. I, from what from what I can tell, you know, looking at him, it doesn't look like he's brushing his teeth when he does it. But hey, you know, he, he's he's learning, and uh, he has. Uh, developed to where he will let me brush every every bit of his mouth without getting mad and getting cranky and, and crying. And then every time we're done, he's like, all done. And I'm like, all done, buddy. Good job. And he says, good job. And so I think that if I can just keep on keeping on, that it'll be one of those things that he will have a, at least like me, a good foundation for. And then if he doesn't take care of him, then fuck kid. I hope you got good dental insurance because not a lot of people do. Yeah. I mean, I've got dental ins- I've got medical insurance through the fucking VA and I still don't got dental insurance. So Yeah, they're kind of um you got to be you got to be on the ropes as far as uh, not to cut you off or anything, but man, yeah, you got to be on the ropes as far as like dental health wise before they decide to take action with that. That's not typically their primary focus when it comes to caring for veterans. So, I mean, it's it, it is kind of hard. I mean, you've got to have like maybe two teeth hanging left in your mouth where they might, you know, be able to help. And that's not a knock against the healthcare system. It's just not. It's just not one of their. It's just not one of their primary focuses. Yeah. I mean, you can get dental care through the VA, but it's it's um. It's maybe, hard. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, I've not tried it myself or anything like that. I mean, I've I carry um I think it's a Blue Cross Blue Shield. Um, I think it's who I use. Um, I don't know who I use. I use I use drive to the VA and go to the doctor. That's that's who I use. <laughs> yeah yeah and so something you can do with jack later on you know when you to kind of keep up that momentum of being excited about brushing the teeth and stuff um maybe some tips to um help make an activity out of it or, or make it something that you know he can enjoy and you know carry on that good habit you know because that's what we're trying to do is we're trying to teach good habits to our children and then things that they could carry on for the rest of their life and then maybe show their children the same techniques if it applies to them too but um uh let's see brush your teeth with your kids you know and show them you know how you do it and you show them you know like kind of like the landmarks like where your molars are the front teeth here you know when they can talk you know if you want to trip them up you can get them to try to say the word incisor <laughs> what's an incisor what's an incisor daddy it's your little buck mouse teeth right here so um there's that you can um take them out to the stores and let them pick out their favorite color of their uh, toothbrush you can find you can let them pick out their flavor or the favorite package of the uh, toothpaste you know and just uh, the, the floss or the, like the dental picks and stuff like that there's a mouthwash you know if that's something that you want to kind of try to um, something you want to kind of try to do and um, like I said those are some things that you know you can use to make uh, make the activity fun for the kids you know get them more involved in it and stuff and so you know it doesn't be, it doesn't become quite a, a, as big of a chore you know, for them to carry on until they're older, you know, when their lives are busy and they're focused on other things, you know, it's just, uh, they have that fond memory they can fall back on. Like I said, you're just creating, fostering good habits for them moving forward. All good information from professor Sam over there, giving us the, the future tidbits that we need to continue on this good path. And I think that for the most part, we both have it pretty well in hand there, Dan, we've, um, you know, we've got them started and, like yeah. uh, one, one thing you mentioned that stood out to me and, and Sam touched on it too, was that part about not wanting to move to uh mint, like keeping it uh, fruity. 
as far as the toothpaste. Yeah, because yeah, I mean the mint's pretty strong, and you know that might uh, that might turn off the kids, or that might be something that's you know too spicy, or you know it's too cool or too hot. You know, so like the cinnamons and the peppermints are pretty strong flavors. You know, all around. I grew up with the peppermint stuff as a kid, and I absolutely hated it. And to this day, I still don't like anything peppermint flavored. Anything mint, spearmint, peppermint, um, you name it. I mean, that stuff just turns my stomach. I absolutely hate the taste of it. But I mean, when I, when I have to brush my teeth, you know, I brush my teeth. You know, I just, I'm a, we're, we're grownups now. We're big boys. And, uh, you know, as much as it sucks, but I mean, don't, don't try to give me a piece of Wrigley's or something like that. Um, no, no. No, I'll just throw it up on the floor. The... <laughs> no, man, it's been so long. I remember that. I remember that gum was so popular when we were growing up. Big like uh, Wrigley's and uh, Big Red, mm -hmm. uh, Juicy Fruit. Like the those were like dominating the candy stores when we were kids, and you don't really see those ever anymore. Big League Chew. Remember, yeah, it? yeah I Big love League, Chew. Big League Chew. I still oh, yeah. actually there's a store near here. Well, I say near, but it's near ish here. It has different flavors of Big League Chew. So I, if I ever get the itch, I can go there and get grape or you know cherry. Or I think I think it's strawberry. I don't think it's cherry, but they have it. They make them in flavors. baseball bats and and no shit. baseballs now. So yeah, so you can go out and get a you can get a whole plastic baseball bat. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 a couple feet long and it's full of that's great. Gum. And they also sell the uh, the lifelike size ten uh, baseballs to go with it, so you can get like the combo deal. And when you're finished chewing the gum, you can. You know, go out I'm in the backyard and knock the ball over the fence. <laughs> I mean, I, all jokes aside, like when I was when I was in the army, I started dipping, and I did that for years after that. Uh, into like I was a mechanic, and that didn't help. You know, I kept doing it then. Of course, I stopped, and that was you know it wasn't as hard as I expected. But sometimes the urge does does hit, and gum is like really good for that because it's always random and weird, and I never expected to come. So it's no thing to like stop at the gas station and get whatever you know and just chomp on some gum for a little bit until i forget that what i really wanted was to put a dip in <laughs> i do think like that being said though and all this all this good dental hygiene and all these good tips you know make sure you turn this off so the kids aren't listening but i think that like if i get to a certain age i'm not even going to put a number on it but like if i get to a certain age and you know let's say I've had life changes like my son's grown up or Gloria left me or something, something that has changed my manner of thinking about what, about life and, and giving a fuck. I'd probably start dipping again because like I stopped doing it in fear of what it was going to do to my teeth. But if I don't, if I don't care anymore, then I'd, I'd probably do it again. I mean, fuck it. I, you know, whatever. If you don't care yeah. about the consequences, then it doesn't matter. Just do it. Yeah. So Truth. yeah, brush your teeth and floss every day. But also, you know, if if your woman leaves you and and your your son moves away, start dipping. It's all right. It's cool. Fuck it. Fuck it. Anybody got anything else about dental care? Mm -mm. Uh, just just do it. I mean, yeah. yeah. Please brush your teeth. And if you don't want to brush your teeth for you, brush your teeth or chew some gum or uh, some sugar free gum. <laughs> yeah, uh, for, for the sake of who you're talking to, that might be three feet away from your lips. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, that's the real point. Like, I know this one dude, and I'm not going to get any more specific than that. He's a great guy, but like his his breath is just like like the grave, just like something crawled up in there, like curled up, and and just like lay down and died. Just like this is where I'm going to hide before I die, and and he didn't know, and then like 
he opened his mouth and it rolled out in my face. And I'm just like, oh God, dude, like you're such, you're such a friendly, friendly person, but I can't, I can't do this. Uh, with a lifelong coffee obsession, like I'm sure a lot of our other dads out there that are listening have, uh, we all are, you know, we all are acutely aware that, you know, us coffee lovers and stuff, our breath probably smells like dead, dead wood. <laughs> I, I, I feel you there. That's true. I feel though that at the same time, if it smells like, like my breath smells of coffee, there's worse things that it could smell like, you know, I'm not really that worried yeah, about that's it. That's true. That's true. I remember uh, when I, I, was, I was apparently at a very young, malleable age. Malleable is not the word I wanted to use, but I couldn't <laughs> think of the word I wanted to use. But <laughs> I remember reading something and in, in I don't know if it was by a woman, but it was in a woman's point of view. And she was saying something about how sexy it was when a man smelled of uh, whiskey and uh, uh, tobacco. And, and I'm just like, my, how times have changed. It's just like, maybe that was the demographic they were going for. But like nowadays, that's just like, not really what I want to, to smell of when I'm dealing with, with women. I don't think that's really what Gloria wants to smell when she's dealing with me, but maybe I'm wrong. You know, she does, she actually does favor whiskey. You know, that's her, that's her alcoholic choice. So maybe if I smelled like Jim Beam or something, that might be cool for her. Who knows? I mean, I guess there's some people, I mean, there's somebody for everybody out there. There's niches and, and stuff for, you know, all types. And I, I guess if there's females out there or um, other uh, individuals that are, you know, <laughs> looking for a man that smells like an ashtray and <laughs> Admiral Nelson, Chiefs will, then you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's not a knock on them. <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're a man that smells like that, then just rest assured, there's probably a woman looking for you. Yeah, uh, that some, I'm not gonna. Park. Yeah, that woman's that woman's probably not listening to this podcast, so I'm not gonna try <laughs> oh, to speak no. to her. But uh, no. she's out there, man, and you just you just keep looking, and you'll find her. Because like like Sam said, there's one for there's one for everybody, at least one. There's a lot of people on this fucking planet, and some of them are yeah. like really depressed, and they'll fuck anything. <laughs> so they ain't, you ain't gotta like you know look for somebody that you're summon. Like sometimes you can get some some really hot girls and boys because they just sad about their position in life so don't give up keep trying man keep trying desperation burns yeah it it, it drives you to, to it can drive you to bigger and better things bigger wieners and bigger boobies so <laughs> oh, <laughs> i guess we've we pretty well covered our our dental hygiene topic for at least today that all these things are kind of like man we could have really dug into whatever but for the most part, I think that it's something that you really, even if you don't care, you should listen to this because man, brush your teeth, brush your kid's teeth and get them started, mm -hmm. you know, get them used to it because like, if nothing else is going to save you money, toothpaste is a lot cheaper than like dental braces. Yeah. Braces and all that shit. Oh boy. Yeah. So, braces, parcels, all that stuff. Absolutely. So start early and, and, you know, keep at it because it's only, it's only for the best. My, uh, my wife, her brother, I don't know that a toothbrush has ever touched his teeth. Like he is just grungy mouth as fuck. He's, it's just nasty. It's like, it's like him and my dad are like racing to like worst mouth ever. And it just, don't be him. Don't be that guy. Be, be the person that's like, when you smile, like people are like, oh man, I want to suck that guy's dick. Like he's got a good smile. Like be that guy. Don't be the other guy. So anyways, with that, 
we also were going to talk about another serious topic and something that dads all over are probably either curious about or at least complaining about. And that's childcare, man. That's it's expensive. And that's just what I want to say off the top right here. Mm-hmm. Like I am just in awe of how expensive childcare is. I, I have not looked at the, the numbers to see if it's something that blew up like in the eighties or apparently in the seventies is when not to get too off topic, but in, if you look at uh, things in the seventies, that's when like uh, employee employer money started going, you know, going uh, off like employees started getting paid, or bosses and stuff started getting paid more and employees started getting paid less and the dollar started getting weaker and things like that. So I don't know if it started, you know, in the seventies or, or you know, in, in relation to that, or if it's just something where people are like, Hey, I could charge as much as I want because you don't want to deal with your kid. But childcare is a reason why I'm a stay at home dad. And I am lucky that I can be one because a child care, like good child care can take up an entire check. And yep. I just do not want to be given that to a stranger that may or may not be taking care of my kid. So mm-hmm. with all of that negativity uh, up front and center, I'm going to give it to Dan to start us off here and, uh, and let Dan kind of bring, bring things back around to maybe a more positive outlook on how to view this thing. Maybe not. Maybe he's right in line with me. If that, if so, that means he's a very logical and, and thoughtful person that, that thinks things through and, and analyzes things to a great degree. But that's not to say that he's going to agree with me. So what do you, what do you think, Dan? What do you got to say about this fucking childcare epidemic, man? Well, I'm right in line with you, unfortunately. Uh, it's expensive as all get out. Oh, uh, <laughs> get out. I didn't know. I, I lost my train of thought there. Yeah, gee willikers. <laughs> yeah, I got some. Uh, I got some figures. I did a little digging on this for what. So what I found: the average annual cost, so yearly cost for a single four-year-old child, as of May of 2023, three highest per year states slash. I don't know. Well, DC, whatever, including DC. DC is number one at nineteen thousand a year. You're going to pay out in child uh, child support, God Almighty, child care. That's a whole other topic for another day. Uh, Massachusetts comes in second. The highest at 17k a year and washington state at 13 and a half k a year i didn't break it down per month but that's a shitload of money and like Corey was saying it's it's your whole check like one whole check if you're in a two-person household you might as well consider one of those checks that you're getting either every week or bi-weekly that's going towards childcare. it's ridiculous like just to take care of your child it's like you said, I think they could just say, oh, you don't want to deal with your kid? Well, all right, we're going to charge you out the ass. Like, mm-hmm. that's what you get for not wanting to take care of your child. No, it's the, the fact that I have to go to friggin' work every day. And I, you know, I can't, it's not bring your child to work day every day. So, and my work doesn't offer daycare. So what am I going to do, you know? So mm-hmm. uh, my situation's the same as Corey's, but just opposite. He's the stay-at-home dad. I actually, I work, I actually, but I work, sorry. Um, my wife stays home. So we do have a stay at home parent in our household. It sucks the way she has to, she's disabled. I hate that she's medically disabled, but I'm kind of thankful at the same time because we don't have to pay childcare. Like she's, you know, and, and like you said, Corey, I don't have to worry about who's teaching my kid. I trust my wife, obviously. And I know she's going to teach her good, teach her well. And I can see it when I come home. 
day on the daily, I can, I notice things and it's hard to, because we're around our kids all the time. It's easier for like my dad or somebody else to be like, Oh my God, she's learned so much in the week that I haven't seen her. But just me, even me seeing her every day, I'm like, Hey, you didn't know that yesterday. Or you didn't know that two days ago. What the hell? What the hell in a good way? Like, that's awesome. It sucks that my wife's disabled medically, but uh, it's, it has this, I look for the silver lining and that's the fact that I know my child has the the best care that she, she can have as far as teaching her the right things and actually teaching her something and um, all that. The only downside to that I would like to throw out there is no socialization unless we go have plans with other kids, you know, daycare, they're going to get interactions with other kids on the daily for eight, 10 hours, however long they're at daycare. Um, that's the only drawback to not putting them in daycare, but I would rather save money and figure out other ways to socialize my kid than have to spend one check out of four because uh, I get paid weekly uh, on childcare. Yeah, the socialization yeah. is a, a topic all on its own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, but yeah, uh, lots of good stuff there. And I know that Sam is going to come in next and he's going to be like, here's some here's some more good stuff. So um, go ahead and preach, Sam. What do you got? What do you have? So like what Dan was talking about with those three top territories, D.C., would you say Massachusetts and Washington State, Washington State or D you said D.C., Washington State? Yeah, D.C. is number one. Mass is number two yeah. and Washington State's number three as far as highest wow. per year. That's for one kid. If you have like multiple, usually they charge you like double or it's usually like mm -hmm. a rate. You're going to pay this for one kid or this for two kids. Like it's different. At least it is in Tennessee. I'm right. Sure. Right. Right. And I, I think the national average is somewhere around the lungs of uh, $10,000 a year on average. And so like those those few territories that you mentioned far exceed that. And I mean, you know, whenever it comes to working parents, uh, like you said, your situations, you know, you guys explained your situations. I'm a single dad that works. You know, I got uh, two jobs and then, you know, I do some part time stuff uh, for some other businesses on the side when I can. You know, and in their mother's household, there's two people there, you know, but they're uh, they're both working uh, full time as well. So that, that you know, our, the dynamics in the family can change and vary from household to household. But at the bottom, at the end of the day, if you don't have any family members to back you up or to kind of help you out when it comes to child care, I mean, you're looking at spending on average at least at least about four hundred dollars a month, if not more on child care. And then you even got to research the places to make sure that they're going to be reputable, safe. And that they're going to be, you know, um, easily accessible in case there's like a family emergency or if um, they've got a good plan for um, if there's any kind of medical attention that your kids need while under their care. Say they get into something that they're allergic to or, or something like that. Or do they have the, tra the staff trained? Do they have the staff there to make sure that, that these um these accidents or these situations are kind of squashed before they happen or mitigated, you know, because I mean, when you're having somebody, when you're having to pay 400 something dollars, you know, a month or more for daycare, you're probably sending them to a facility, not necessarily like a babysitter's house or something like that. So there's probably like 12, 15 or more other kids there that are being watched by that either that sole provider or a group of providers at that facility. And like I said, that eats up, that eats up, uh, I mean, a significant portion of your annual income. And it would be nice if maybe somebody came up with an idea to produce or maybe come together with like a, a, a thrift savings plan, something similar to that, where you can make contributions out of your weekly check and your employer can kind of match you in a 401k or some kind of like a, a thrift savings plan to go towards 
childcare if it applies to you. And especially, you know, like I said, if you're if you're vested and working full time and you also have your obligations to your family. And I think maybe there's something there's some kind of talk or some kind of uh, there should be some kind of middle ground where these two can, you know, the, the family of the uh, the family or the employee can meet with the employer uh, about maybe coming up with a program to kind of provide that for for the people. Uh, like I said, I, I don't know how to do it, but I mean, it just seems like that would be a pretty good idea you know, basing off of how much Americans are working now and how little they're actually, you know, spending time at home with their families. Because, I mean, the cost of everything is really forcing people to get out in the workforce a lot more, you know, if you're not getting some kind of uh, benefits or subsidies or something like that or some kind of financial assistance. I mean, you know, you got to work. Somebody's got to watch the kids. You know, yeah. I mean, we did the latchkey stuff from the 70s and 80s. And, you know, yeah, eight and nine-year-olds cooking dinner, you know, following directions on a microwave and pretty much just in charge of the household, you know, if they have other siblings there, you know, and that's just not that kind of environment anymore. And uh, we just kind of had to adapt. And unfortunately, it's taken a hit. And that hit is, uh, like I said, our, our wallets are our wallets are feeling the impact of that. Yeah, bro. It's fucking, I mean, you, you talk about so much, like so much that I would get on something I'm going to say next and then you would move on to something else and I was like oh fuck yeah I gotta say something about that there's it's just it's just sad in my eyes like the the whole situation it, it tends to affect those with less money the most and those are the ones that need the help the most I mean if you're trying to better yourself you know get more money for your family but you're making minimum wage or starting out at least then you simply cannot afford child care I mean those numbers Dan was throwing out that's more than minimum wage every year so you, what are you going to do? Like, are you just going to decide not to work at all? Because that's, it seems like that those are your options. If you don't have any help, like, like Sam was mentioning, you know, if you don't got grandma or, or auntie that can, you know, watch the kid for you, then your options are work a shitty job until you can move up a little bit or don't work at all. And that's just terrible. That's just, that's hopeless. And uh, the idea that Sam had about the Rift savings plan slash 401k thing that would that's awesome i mean that's so that's so great like i feel like surely to god some company i mean i can't put a name to one because most real uh, corporations are just complete shitty pieces of, of of terrible sin but i feel like you know maybe uh fresh foods or, or fucking i don't know aldi or one of them that takes care of their their employees like like they might do something like that but it would be awesome if you could be you know, just sign up to to donate whatever a hundred dollars if you wanted of your check each week, and then the company matches a, a, at least a portion of that for childcare. Right. That would be right. great. That would that would make them. It would make me, if I worked there, feel so like valued by that that they were willing to go that far to do that for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that you know, while there is, has to be companies that do that, I bet it's not a lot. And it's no, probably not, you know, it brings, it brings it back around to like, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I'm able to, you know, financially look after my own son without having to sacrifice anything. There's always going to be a part of me that wishes we had somebody more, um, I don't want to say reliable because we have reliable babysitters, but they're just not like their health isn't there when it comes to long-term, you know, sitting sessions. And, you know, for, for stretched stretches of, of time, 
And well, sure, you can't have eighty-nine-year-old grandpa watching, you know, four-year-old caffeinated Jack, and you know, next thing you know, you come home and grandpa's got a broke hip and he's got to go to the ER, and so now, you know, you oh. got to go check on grandpa because Jack knocked him over the coffee table, chasing <laughs> around with a handful of crayons and a plunger stuck to his head. That's, good. that's um, that's going at the end of an episode one day. <laughs> um, that, I don't know if you've ever listened to the the ones on the YouTube all the way to the end, but you've got one. Uh, clip that I've used where you talk about all all that is all that it is is you saying uh, you don't want to hand your kid a lighter and send him off to the grill or something like that. Yep, that was on. I heard it on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, I, I've uh, I've taken a couple like this one, the one on YouTube for part two of this episode has got uh, you need that bad guy. It's just random things I drop in there. Yeah, as far as uh, child care, I don't really have a silver lining. Like the, the dental thing is we gave you tips, we gave you tricks. Child care is just something that's going to change from situation to situation. And we could talk about it all night long. But really, like, oh, yeah. I don't know what you like. I don't know what you, the listener, have going on. And, you know, you're going to have to take your specific details and figure out your child care situation from there. It really is an epidemic here. And I don't know at all what it's like in other countries. So I know we have no. at least a few uh, listeners from those places, and I don't want to waste their time talking, you know, speculating on what to do here when it wouldn't apply to them at all. Yeah. Um, long um, story short, it's terrible. Yeah. Um, one piece of advice I could give on that is to I know we have a, a friend that I know of, and then another family member that one of each that I know of. Um, there are programs. I'm sure it's state by state, and it's all friggin' income based, of course. But um, you know, if like Corey was saying, if you are working minimum wage or slightly above minimum wage, there are programs that will either pay it in full or pay half or eighty or set or whatever percentage you want to whatever they do based on what you make. They will help you with the cost of, of, uh, childcare, but there's so much red tape and hoops you got to jump through. It's, I'm not going to say it's not worth it because childcare, like he said, is an epidemic and it's very important, but it almost, it's almost like he said, it's you feel hopeless. Like, it's like, I can't, I can't do anything. Like I have, like, like we've been saying one whole check has to go to freaking childcare. And then, you know, you know, what else are you going to do? That that's one expense that you weren't planning for, or that's just extra that, just screws everything up. So, well, you know, shit. I thought they can't damn take care of your kids a... unless you have a job or have some kind of income. Yeah, but you can't. You know, you can't generate that. Most folks can't generate that income, and they have to leave the house and go. To oh, we got issues. To got bring issues. a more job or someplace, you know, someplace else. You know, so. It's... Um. Okay, so uh, I did want to. I did want to mention that I had a cool joke about how Dan was going to be a bright silver lining in this whole dark cloud, but then he took his dick out and pissed all over us like rain. Hey, sorry. So I guess that's not a, it's a dark, it's a all. dark shitty subject, man. There's really is no silver lining to, to the whole childcare thing. You just gotta, like I said, bite the bullet, find help or, or try to find a trusted, that's the key trusted friend or family member that can help you out. I mean, and they've, it's all, they got to be willing. That's, that's the only catch. Like if you do have somebody, a friend or family member, they got to be willing and you got to be able to trust them not to screw your kid up, like, yeah. or teach them completely undo everything you're trying to teach them and teach them the opposite or like, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. But 
Yeah. You know, you know, burn your house down when you're yeah. gone or you show up yeah. and the cops are there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I typically would be like, hey, send your kid to me. I'll watch him. <laughs> no, don't send your kid to me. I don't. I, like, yeah, I was like, I'll fuck your kid up. Yeah, like, I, I got enough. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got enough to I do with another kid. Like Dan said, I would. You would have something going on, and I would fuck all that up. I'd be giving him, I'd be giving him fucking Elmo bars and and breakfast bars all day long instead of real meals. Well, Dan, I hope that you're going to give us a little bit of a silver lining with your brand new segment, your mm. music segment. Yay, Dan's Yay. gonna talk about some Yay, stuff. Yay, Dan. Yay, Dan. <laughs> so Dan had uh, some thinking on his on his brain that he was doing about talking some music, and he didn't know what he wanted to talk about. But he came up with an idea, and he told it to me, and I said, yeah, do it. And he's like, so you think it's a good idea? And I was like, well, I don't really understand it. And so he told it to me again. And then Still don't that, understand it. Yeah, at that point, I was like, uh, yeah, do it. That sounds good. And he's like, so you understand it? I was like, well, not enough to like explain it to Sam, but like I get it. So then he explained it to me a third time, and it sounded like a really cool idea. <laughs> so I'm, without further ado, going to pass the ball to Dan. And Dan... Go ahead and introduce your new segment. Tell us what it's about and then dive in with us. All right. So this little segment of mine is something that I have done ever since I can remember. A little, uh, just a little quick intro to it. When I listen to songs of bands that I like, because I don't listen to shit I don't like, I always try to find the meaning of certain songs, what they're trying to say, or at least what I think they're trying to say. I'm never probably ever right, except this one I'm pretty sure I'm right on. <laughs> not to toot my own horn but uh but yeah I, I try to i don't know i'm weird like that i like to find meaning in songs and and stuff like that and i'm very musically driven music's a big part of my life i've played guitar for going on 20 years i think now and you know off and on but it's just been a big part of my life and it's something i like to do so without further ado i have a song here from my favorite band Avenged sevenfold off their new album life is but a dream uh, the song is called Mattel. Yes, Mattel, like the toy company that made He-Man and all your favorite uh, action figures, probably, back in the day. I am 16. Yeah. <laughs> Mattel. So basically, yeah, that should, uh, the title, it kind of, to me, is self-explanatory, but for the listeners, probably not. So basically, they uh, they basically, the song is about how everything is, is kind of fake and plasticky and not real. Uh, yeah, just how we're living in a world that's just fake. Everything's fake. Like one of the lines, um, the, well, the first two lines here, uh, my vinyl skin provides protection. It holds in place my plastic bones. Like people are fake, thin skinned and fragile is what I took from that. You know, vinyl is, is pretty thin, weak material or it can be. And your plastic bones, I mean, plastic's going to break quicker than, you know, a bone would. So, you know, that's that just sets the pace. Uh, cast button eyes reflect an image. Um, all seems as it should, but there's nobody home. That's the next part of that verse. Um, basically, what I take from that, the lights are on, but nobody's home. You're 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 there, but you're not mentally, and you're just going through the motions. And it goes on and on. I won't go through every um every line. So much for silver uh, lining. Yeah, yeah. I told you this was dark, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> yeah, every it just basically goes on and on. Everything's fake. Uh, the chorus. Uh, now I know this might sound crazy, but I've smelled the plastic daisies, and it seems we found ourselves in hell. I mean, even the flowers are fake. I've I've been everywhere, like Lowe's and even uh, like Tractor Supply. You can buy these fake plants and, and people just buy them because they don't care. Like they don't want to take care of something. They just, oh, I don't have time, but I want to make my shit look cool. So I'm going to buy these fake plants. And, you know, just it just goes 
a lot right along with the Mattel, the toy, everything's plastic, everything's fake, um, and, and just stuff like that. So I don't really know where I want to go from here with this segment. This is kind of a trial and error. I don't want to break down the whole damn song because I feel like that would be boring. But yeah, basically we're just toys that, you know, I have a note here. Um, we're basically toys that God plays with, quote unquote. Like, you know, it seems like we have a choice in the matter, but really we don't. Um, this, Like I said, this is all very grim. It's a very shitty episode for <laughs> for hope and, and, you know, all that shit. But uh, yeah, we all we all live fake and fragile lives. Like it's it's, it's uh, I don't know. There's not much more to say without repeating myself on this. This was an easy one for me to see because I've listened to it nonstop since it came out. <laughs> I don't know what you guys think. Um, I kind of agree to a certain point. Every I can see, you know, every everything's everything's fake. There's not much real anymore. And the, and the things that are real, not to get off on a tangent, are, are kind of like shunned. And everybody wants the fake shit more now, it seems like, that nothing's real. It's all just manufactured. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what we're going to call the segment, but I do like I do like what it's shaping into in, in, in front of me here. It looks you're, – you're taking a song. You're giving – you're giving your take on its meaning. You you take that meaning. You give a take on life through that meaning. I mean, I I like what I like the the potential that you have here. I think that uh, really you just uh, you don't need to go through the whole song if you don't want to pick out like you did the lines that support the point you're trying to make. Uh, mm-hmm. After you know, get the meaning of the song and then pick out the lines that support the point you're trying to make, and then you know, turn that into a segment. I think that a lot of people are into the you know musical analysis of things that we have never dipped our toe in we kind of did uh, that sort of thing with the movies at least on, on the surface but never never even really in depth never like what was beneath that and you really you know that's exactly what you did with the song so i think if you want to do that again that'd be really cool you could bring i, I don't know uh, you know, different song from a different band. And that, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. That, um, you know, that song, just like, uh, for instance, next week you hear a song that, that makes you think about your, your dad or, or life in some way, shape, or form, you know, that's, then that's the one you talk about next. And, you know, then you you uh, you tell us what that song's about. And then, uh, and just like today, you know, you tell us uh, how it plays into the point you're trying to make and, and, and what it made you think of to start with. I think that's a cool um, segment. I think that the next time you do it, it'll flow better than the first time. They're always bad in the, in the beginning, just like every, oh, yeah. our first uh, 20, 21 episodes, <laughs> something along those lines. They're all, they're all <laughs> awful in, in the start. So you got to mold it into a pretty stable uh, flowing vase. You know, it's, it's just a mold of clay at first. So yeah, that is definitely something that I enjoyed listening to and I think that, like I said, the next time I'll enjoy it even more. So if you are interested in, in doing that, that's something that we could uh, make a, a thing of. And uh, we would have some sort of cool name. I don't know, Dan's Musical Corner or some shit. I don't know, something hopefully better than that. But at the same time, yeah, that, that's that's something we could definitely do uh, again and again. We could add it into our list of other things, our Grind My Gears and all that sort of thing. The listeners you know, aren't in, in the know like we are. And, and sometimes I, I say things that maybe they don't have quite the familiar familiarity that I would expect or, or assume. So 
what I'm talking about is that we are going to do a couple of old school episodes with just just the guys, just the fellas, just bullshitting and talking about the things that we want to talk about. Yeah, and, that's right. Yeah. Uh, we have yet to decide if we're going to put those at the end of all these or drop them in the middle. I'm leaning toward dropping them in the middle. Sprinkle them in. Yeah, sprinkle them in like like salt to uh, to you know top that that I don't know what the I'm not even going to keep going. That's a, I'm not going to make a good metaphor from that. Just sprinkle it in. <laughs> and if if it was a, the audio version won't even have that in it, but you know, <laughs> the video I can't take it out. So yeah. yeah, that that's cool. That's I, I'm always glad to have something else that we can draw from because I know that we have a lot of different a lot of different things we could say with the few the few segments that we have. But it's always cool to have another one. And yeah. some of them fall flat, like the wrestling thing. That was kind of stupid. Um, I wanted that to be something, but what can you do? Um, yeah. But this one I think has more legs than that one did. You you kind of bring a bit of philosophy, a bit of uh, modern like life to it in a way. So, you know, that, that, that does have uh, parallels to what, uh, what we deal with and, on an everyday basis. And like I said, in the intro to this thing, I, uh, I mean, I'm very passionate about music. Like I started to have the itch to start writing music again and to start playing obviously music again. I'm not much of a writer. Um, that was your aspect when we were jamming and stuff, but I dabble. Um, yeah. If you're, if you're in our area and you play bass or drums, get a hold of me we'll yeah. get together. Um, we were never able to get a, a bass player. I don't I don't know if it's because of this new album. I know there's a lot of hate about it. I know you said you didn't like it, Corey. You tried and hey, at least you tried. I'm riding or die, I'm ride or die with this band. It's been my favorite band since I was I don't even know, fucking 14, 15 years old and I don't like all their all the songs. I don't even like like I don't even consider their first album part of it, but you know, it's just my opinion on it, but um, yeah, I've grown to to like their new stuff a little bit. It's definitely not like the old stuff. I'm not disappointed in their direction. It's just a new direction, and we always give bands shit for for doing the same old, same old, pumping out the same work. And you can't say that about this album. I know, like I said, I know you've only listened to a little bit of it. What you could stomach, but this is definitely completely different. They're going in a completely different direction. I'm not really a fan of all of it of this new stuff, but I like the fact that they're changing it up and trying to do something different and pissing off pretty much everybody with that likes them. You know, I've seen mixed reviews, more hate than, than love, but I like it. It's something different, something new. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as artists, they try to strive to continually, if they're a good artist about, you know, reading their fan base and, you know, uh, you can do the same thing for 15, 20, years or plus more and stuff and you know you see that with like some of the um some of the old school uh pioneering metal bands you know the big four or you know even beside them and some of the groups that were influenced by them you know back in the late 70s early 80s and so forth some bands catch hell for doing the same thing you know consistency consistently for decades and i mean you know when they change the when bands sometimes decide to change their sounds up and decide to go in a completely different direction bands catch hell for that too i guess case in point you could see opeth for example you know like mm-hmm. the first i think what was it 16 years uh maybe not that long but maybe the first 10 years that they were out and with uh, like candlelight records i believe you know they were um very dark metal very um kind of foreboding sound 
And, you know, now here over the past few years after the Deliverance and Damnation albums, I think, the band has decided to go ahead and change direction with that and, you know, do a lot more clean vocals. You know, stuff that sounds more like classic rock. It's got more folk sound to it. Some like Robin Trower kind of influences. And, you know, some bands are on the uh, some fans are on the fence about that. You know, I love it. I think it's great. It's a fresh idea. You know, as an artist, you know, you're always trying to continually challenge yourself, you know, not do what's comfortable for you necessarily explore different avenues. I like that. You know, I, I'm I'm not uh, I don't I'm not as passionate of a fan of of the band uh, like you are, Dan. But when I listened to it and read the lyrics, um, for me, it kind of showed that it was almost like uh, the song was talking about mass producing lemmings, more or less. Yeah. You know, everything's yeah. fake and stuff like that. You know, we want you to work yourself to death. We want you to stay on social media, keep your face glued to the news, the TV, be connected all the time, be available all the time, be online. This you know, and that's just not, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's a song in my opinion about, you know, the current topics 30 years ago, you didn't have that stuff 40 years Mm -hmm. ago. You didn't have, you didn't have that kind of environment where everybody's got their face buried in a phone or they're worried about, you know, the casual conversations and the, uh, the social media stuff and, you know, the news, the politics, the world events, everybody's all connected. Now everybody's connected. They've always got their phone in front of them and, you know, they're not out here living life and enjoying things in the moment, you know, they're, they're living out this fantasy that's digital, you know, and they're, yeah. and they're just mindlessly going from day in, day out, working themselves to death. And like I said, just like lemmings, just, mm-hmm. just, they're following the, they're following the light on their cell phones to, to their yeah. demise. There's actually, um, hearing you, hearing you give your take on it, which is kind of what I want. I want some back and forth from the three of us yeah. or whatever about, you know, yeah. and if you guys have a song, I know like I'm, probably the one that does this the most but if you have a song that you're passionate about bring it man and we'll we'll break it down too but um no hearing you talk about your take real quick there's a line that actually i was looking for it i wasn't ignoring you i was trying to find it because i wrote down and you basically the long version i summed up basically what you were what you were saying with this one line and it's uh it's right at the end it's and um well living living fain and excuse me that's a five dollar fine living fain in porcelain and just smart enough to know nothing at all that pretty much, you know, they want to keep us just smart enough to where we think, you know, we think we know what's going on, but we have no fucking clue what's going on. There's so much smart shit going enough. on behind the scenes. And, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, we're just smart enough to know nothing, nothing. We don't smart know shit. Enough, smart enough to follow instructions, small enough, smart enough to provide the, I, I don't know, the, um, the 1%, the employers, the government, the man, you know, yep. smart enough to give the man and provide the man with what he wants. Yeah, you're dumb enough not to figure it out to break out on your own and think for yourself. Question authority, however you want to put that. That's not my yeah. words; somebody else's. But yeah, I can see that. I can see that, and I like this back and forth talk about you know, and it can cross genre lines. You know, oh, like yeah. you said, you know, Dan might like oranges and Corey might like apples. You know, and then we just kind of talk it out. Apples. Uh, I think that's a great. <laughs> I think this could be a good segment. Right on. Look at that. Dan was all worried and shit. Then we turned that into something. Yeah. 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 Talk about life and shit. But to turn this episode around, let's end on a dad joke. Hey, you know what? Hey. We've not done that before, I don't think. No. I, mean, I smoke an enormous no. amount of weed, so I, I could have forgot. Brand but new like, segment. Yeah, brand new segment. <laughs> like, let's just do it. Two in a row. Yeah. Fucking dad joke. Right on. That's right. So, what do you got? What do you got? All right. What do you call a mobster buried in concrete? Crickets, not man. Not Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, I don't know. A, a hardened foot. criminal. Uh, 
<laughs> Man, that was that was that was in front of me. That was in front of me, bro. In front of me. And I didn't I I didn't see it. I should have saw it. <laughs> that was a good one though. That I feel like that was one of the first ever dad jokes. Hey, hardened <laughs> criminal. That was a classic. Could be. I'm glad I'm glad that you gave us that dad joke. I would have forgotten. All I did remember was that we probably don't need another uh, topic. We're probably good to go as far as length. Yeah. If, any, yeah. if you've listened this long, then you are a true fan and I appreciate it. And, I just uh, got the look. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got the I just got the text message. So yeah. I, I know where you're coming from. Uh, <laughs> a text message is easier to ignore. Yeah. So I'm to wrap it up, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it, it has been fun, though. I'm glad that we were able to loosen this up a little bit more than the, you know the guests shows are are done. So that was that was fun. That made it a little bit uh, a little bit more of a laugh. Well, uh, I guess I don't have anything. We're gonna go ahead and throw this on YouTube since we held it together for an entire episode, and that'll be our first ever. But you know, once again, thank you guys for for showing up. I. I never really know why you keep wanting to come here and talk about things, but I always appreciate you doing it. Uh, we've been here forever, and I don't want to drag on, drag on. That was an awesome get dad joke, so we're going to go ahead and cut our losses and get out of here. And we practiced this, and it's going to be perfect the first time we do it. So right. for uh, I'm Corey, and uh, for your two dads, for Dan, for Sam, hey, man, check you guys later. Check you later. All right, thanks for tuning in. I want you to know it's over. Well. Bye. You smell that, Bill? It smells like someone died. <laughs>